I was uh, checking out uh, the newest episode of uh, Rebel FM. And by checking it out, I mean not daring to even listen to a second of it. Episode number 22, and uh, Pete, we have a special guest with us here today. It's the one, the only, the man who wrote the Sham Wow review, sweeping the internet. Stevie's not comfortable in the spotlight yet. This is his first time. It's true. Stevie B, I hear you have uh, close to 15 digs on that story already. I believe it's up to 16, actually. <laughs> wow. Everyone who's, uh, who's, who's read that, you need to go ahead and dig that. We need to get that bumped up because uh, Sham Wow is like internet. It's like the shit on the internet right now. Like anything on YouTube that's about Sham Wow gets like 100,000 views. So let's get that out there. It's a good review. It's, it's honest. I think it was heartfelt for the most part. Yeah, look out, Kindle 2. We're coming for your digs. Shut up. It wasn't, like, vindictive or anything. It wasn't, like, untruthful just for the fun of it. Actually, I think no, it, was. it was. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. I think it's fake. It, it's one man's honest opinion. It sounds like you're just... You practically sound like an infomercial. That's how good it is, man. So if you put it in a, if you put it in a, a cup of water, it, it sucks all the water up? No, it was a plate of water. Okay, when you when you when you see all the different things he does in the commercial, it can all it can do all those things. I've only tested one. I believe I alluded to that in my review. All right, let's take take a piece of carpet and like put some pee on it, and then like so it gets below the carpet, and then pound the towel into the carpet, and it should soak everything up off the floor. I too. will, I will say here and now that I will get a square piece of carpet and pour a bunch of soda on it and try that experiment. I did like Stevie saying that uh, he would have done that, but he didn't have an eight-inch square of carpet handy. <laughs> he could just pour it on his regular carpet. <laughs> Get a dog. Wait till wait till wait till it happens organically. <laughs> well, he doesn't just pour something on the carpet. He waits for it to pee. <laughs> yeah, because it, it soaks up urine better. Yeah, his dog is house trained, so just uh, don't let it out for a while. You <laughs> make it humiliate itself. <laughs> the dog's like, I don't want to do it. If, You're if, gonna uh, do it. If, if any of you guys have ever had a house, a well house trained dog, like the last thing in the world they ever want to do is go in the house. They'll, they're like, they'll be a soldier to the very end, and if they eventually do it, they'll be just humiliated and not even want to show their face. And uh, Stevie would make his dog go through that just so he gets some pee. All in the name of science. All for sham. Well, now Stevie, how come the somebody mentioned this in the comments too? How come the plate turned color in like the third picture? I didn't even notice that until I put the pictures up. <laughs> it was just because of the way the light was hitting the camera or something. Yeah, it's just the I took those with the uh, shitty iPhone camera. So. It seems yo, like the yo it, yo guys, it was an optical effect. All right, it, it almost seems like the uh, 
like the camera guy couldn't keep up with all the all the movement of the shamlin. <laughs> well, I was the camera guy for those pictures. Could you for, keep up uh, with it? All but Wait, the ones where I'm the twisting. When it was your big hairy fucking arms on it, <laughs> that was the best. You, you gotta give me a sec, man. I'm explaining all the details. Did you set up like a time release or not time release? Um, time delay. <laughs> oh, I'm giving myself time release. <laughs> uh, no, I, I took all but the uh, ringing out ones by myself because it's pretty much a one-handed operation, if you know what I mean. Wait, it's not a one-handed operation. It totally I see both is. your big fucking hairy hands are on, the, <laughs> are on the screen at once. Only when I'm twisting it out. My favorite part of so the... So you're taking uh, it with your feet? I don't get it. No, the, I took all of them, but when I'm twisting it myself. Oh. And my girlfriend took those, the, the right. ringing out ones. All right. My favorite part is that all the comments really are focusing on Stevie's hairy arms, not the <laughs> ShamWow itself. That's no. because it, it fits with the caricature so well that it's hard for them not to be um, thrilled with it. Well, I, be- I knew I knew as soon as I started taking those pictures, I'm like, man, someone's going to say something about this arm hair. <laughs> it's not just that he's hairy. It's that he has little pretty, pretty fair porcelain hands that are just covered in hair for some reason. I do. I have beautiful hands. No, you have like these, like, you look like a porcelain doll that just has like a bunch of hair glued to it. I was going to say oh, that you're maybe slightly more pale than the uh, caricature, <laughs> but I'm looking at the, the picture now and he's actually pretty pale too. Well, so in the yeah. caricature, he's like he's like currently um, em- empowered by Zeus or something, so he might not be in his resting state. I guess that's science. Science is like a prevalent <laughs> theme this week. It is. Are you gonna are you gonna buy the slap chop, Stevie B? <laughs> let's see how uh, this first review goes. I'm I'm not for sixteen digs. No, I'm not buying it. Is that you, aren't you just curious though? Am I curious about the slap chop? Hell yeah! What would, would you actually be? do with it? Like, do you have a practical use? I'd for slap it? my nuts, and then he'd nah. use the slap chop. <laughs> right. I was thinking it would give me good good reason to boil some eggs up because they did. I, that's what they always use in the commercials. I'm like, whenever I see that, I think, who actually wants to make a boiled egg and chop it up? Like, what's that for? Because that's the only thing that because you don't want to have to chew your egg. The egg is the only thing that inherently fits inside the slap chop. Everything else has to be cut first. It's like, check this the fuck out. And he puts like an egg in there and like a celery stick or whatever and chops them up together. Look, you're ready to go. You can eat all day. Oh, you know what be the you best video? <laughs> the best what? video would be uh, taking a square of the ShamWow and putting it in the slap chop and see which wins. Can the slap chop chop up the ShamWow? I can tell you now who would win. It's like an unstoppable object versus an unmovable force or whatever. <laughs> no, the, uh, the the ShamWow would win because if you pay attention to the uh, Slap Chop ad, when he's doing the uh, onion, it doesn't cut through the onion skin. Oh, so they can just... whatever? Is it, so it's cutting it with brute force, not a, like a sharp edge? I think so. <laughs> that Vince is a powerful man. Yeah, and the other one you can't even fucking clean it, so you just toss that shit. <laughs> and he think- does just that. I hadn't actually seen the uh, uh, slap chop ad until I was doing the uh, review for the for the blog there, and uh, it's pretty impressive. You get the he, idea that with the uh, with the, with the Sham Wow ad, he would just kind of be in his weird self. But then with the slap chop one, he was kind of catching on to the fact that everyone thinks he's funny. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I wish you'd go. You back gotta to... love my nuts. Yeah, he's trying a little too hard in the uh, slap chop one. Can anyone explain to me what the headset's for? <laughs> 
we went over this last week. None of us knew. It's like I understand that it's like a prop. It's a gimmick that makes you remember him. Like if 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 he didn't have it, I doubt I would have remembered him as readily. But well, it's kind of like a thing that you associate him with. You've been to like the county fair where that's it's supposed to look like that. Like he's oh, okay. demoing it at the county fair, and they always wear except he's in front of a TV camera and there's no people. I think he's doing it to uh, Skype with his buddies. <laughs> While he's doing the commercial, he gets bored. My, fa- my favorite thing is that if you say something convincingly enough and have a headset on, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's just true. Like he goes, we're going to do this in fucking real time. And it, the camera cuts like three times while he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, a couple of comments on that Grandma J blog. By the way, I hate you, Grandma J. Um, actually said that the only reason they were interested in it was because they remembered him for the headset. Wow. I'm always curious about the... Um, infomercial products like I've always I've never actually bought one of any kind but I'm always curious because they make such big claims but I guess I should check one out now that Stevie's had a good experience so give me your suggestions what should I buy that's well, from an infomercial you know like the George Foreman was originally an infomercial product it's oh yeah I know that I know that actually I, I think my grandma got one of those or something but I never used it but I, I mean like more gimmicky stuff stuff where it's you know it's a grill you cook stuff I mean that's not that hard to believe but what I'm interested in is the uh, the one where you can it's like these two posts that you put across your, um, like your doorway, and then you can do uh, uh-huh. pull-ups on it. That's like a bar that fits across the two posts, and like it holds you up through your. Uh, you can do the power of a doorway. No, <laughs> I well, I probably can't. No, but a normal <laughs> human being could probably do some pull-ups. I think a monkey man could. Now listen, all right. Um, shit. Completely I thought you were going to talk about the. The, the two things that go, the, the door sock thing, the, the door guard. Oh, uh, yeah, there's that one. The one that I want is Oh, what that about one... these Snuggie or whatever? Yeah, I want that. Actually, I don't. <laughs> Everyone I'd wear a Snuggie. Snuggies Why would you awesome. wear it? It's just kind of, an, it's just kind of a It's a blanket robe. with arms. Yeah, it's a backwards robe, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get that. It's, it seems like, of all the infomercials I've seen, it's one of the most shameless ones that kind of completely assumes everyone's an idiot. <laughs> it's like this solves so many problems, and it shows the uh, the fucking like people in the bleachers at the little league game wearing the snuggie while they're watching their kids. I mean, if your parents were wearing that, would, wouldn't you be embarrassed? Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> the one I want is the uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's the one where you can style your hair. It like rolls it and steams it at the same time, and you can make it curl and stuff. You, do you even have that much hair? Um, I thought no. you shaved your head. No, I'm not talking about my head hair. <laughs> I'm not even talking about my hair. I'm just. <laughs> no, I just want it. It looks cool. It looks fun. Oh, have you guys seen the one with the? Um, it's like. It, it's like get the dead skin off your feet. The pet egg. Oh my god, that's so nasty. The commercial. <laughs> the the chick shaving her feet and then she dumps it out like all the skin flakes come out. It's, fucking it's like a disgusting. cheese grater. Is it like yeah. a good-looking girl too? I don't. I always turn away. I don't even Otherwise. know. <laughs> It's disgusting. She uses it for like three seconds, and then like a pound of dead skin comes out. <laughs> it's so nasty. I think it's I could like, use that because the bottom of my feet are disgusting. Like I have the ugliest feet. I should probably take a picture of my feet to show people. But I have like probably the ugliest, most disgusting feet of anyone. Do it. You can do the next infomercial review. Take a picture of your feet. Before use the pet egg and yeah. do you know document the whole procedure, man. I don't know okay. how it's like this, but my feet, you know, on the bottom of them, it's like discolored and like thick armor like armor of, made from calluses or I don't know what it is but it's like thick armor all over the bottom of my foot and it's discolored and it doesn't bring me any discomfort in fact it's easier to walk around on sharp things but it's not <laughs> when do you do that 
I don't know. Say I have, like say I want to go outside into, onto the gravel and I don't feel like putting my shoes on. I've done that before and it's not too hard because I have like armor on the bottom of my feet. I'm like an Indian. I was starting to get that when I used to take karate and I would like just go from like the car to the karate place without shoes on. Do that enough, man. You get that armor. Yeah. He, yeah. Robert was taking karate with a bunch of 10-year-olds and he was like 24. I remember him going to, to karate class actually while we were in school. Wait, you mean like in college? <laughs> yeah, right. he'd uh, he'd put on his little that, gi and stuff. No, I thought I thought you I thought you just took karate when you were like nine, like everyone did. I did. I took karate when I was ten, but then I took cardio kickboxing in college. <laughs> that's not really karate. That's cardio. Kickboxing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the <laughs> only guy there wearing a gi. Were you a black Were you a black belt in cardio kickboxing? Yeah, I think I the one time I forget why, but we had to um, we had like the bag set up, and it's like girls and like uh, I don't know, super skinny guys. Could you like uh, could you like defend yourself after learning all that stuff from the cardio kickboxing? Oh, totally. No, but one time I was hitting the bag like especially hard. I remember the girl mm-hmm. holding the bag was like, "What's wrong? What are you doing?" <laughs> you're trying to impress her, obviously. Oh, totally. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not, but clearly you were you were trying to impress her. <laughs> hitting the bag especially hard. <laughs> so moving on with our science theme, uh, what's your favorite fucking science show? Me, I like yeah. uh. I like Mr. Wizard. Uh, yo, man, my favorite science show is Monster Quest. Monster Quest on the History Channel. They taught me about squid men. They're fucking real. <laughs> squid men. Yeah, I don't know. The best thing about Monster Quest is that it will lead you along the entire episode acting as though monster dogs or whatever are real. <laughs> and at the end, they'll be like, oh, we, the scientists checked it out and it's just a regular dog. I saw a commercial and it said, uh, like for the new season, um... Like, we have new information on the Sasquatch. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the just going to be like, nah, nah, sorry, it was, uh, it was an ape. <laughs> <laughs> that the new information is another scientist disproving it. <laughs> they, have, they, have every, they have bunches of different things about the Sasquatch, and it's always the same film with that guy in the suit walking across the creek or whatever. And it's always the same people picking that same thing apart. You know what I'm talking about? It's called, like, the scooter film or something? I don't know. Yeah, like the, the video of yeah. Sasquatch. Right. They did one of those in Ohio. I saw the... Uh, a Sasquatch? I don't remember what it was, but they did a, a monster quest in, like, not too far from where Peter lives. Oh, yeah? Hmm. You know, were you uh, walking through the forest? Uh, you know, Maybe it's someone on? I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a possibility. <laughs> he had armor they... on the bottom of his feet. <laughs> the, the freaky one, the one that got to me, though, was the, uh, the one that gripped, didn't really get to me, but it gripped me, was the monster dog one, because this lady found a monster dog, and she took a picture of it, of the remains, because she found it dead. Like, it showed up in her yard, and then it, like, died, and then she took a picture of the body, and it did look, it did look like a monster dog. It looked like a monster. But, uh, and then they talked about how it's a monster, or how it's probably a monster, the entire episode until the end, when the scientist looked at it and goes, oh, it's a dog. <laughs> was it just like a mutant dog or something? It's not a mutant dog. It just looked a little bit weird because of, um, I guess, probably probably because of how it like started, get, like its face got bloated after it died or something. I don't know. It, it, just, it was a weird looking dead dog. That's all. Have you ever seen a dog that's gotten uh, hit with a, a porcupine? What kind of depraved shit is this, dude? What the fuck is wrong with you? No, really. When Steve's when... like, yeah, have you seen a dead? <laughs> <laughs> No, because they uh, they get all puffy, where the the spines yeah. stick in them. That's sad. It is sad. Yo, speaking of porcupines, 
and by that I mean hedgehogs. You guys going to get that uh, Genesis collection that comes out this week or what? What? What collection is it? What's it on? It's uh, it's on PS3 and uh, 360. Is it like every Sonic game ever made? No, it's uh, it's like Sonic's Genesis collection. I don't know why it's Sonic Presents the Genesis, but uh, it is. <laughs> I think they just wanted an excuse to throw Sonic on the cover. So do uh, you get the three on the regular Genesis, or do they have the Sega CD one also? Well, it's not just Sonic games. That's the thing. Sonic's just on the cover. But uh, it's like all the Sonic games except for Sonic and Knuckles. And then, like, every first party, not everyone, but so how a many lot games of first party Sega games. This? I think it's like 30. Wait, 30 it's games? Deal. It's a pretty good deal, actually. 30, like 30? 30 bucks. There aren't even 30 Sonic games. What the hell are you talking about? How many times Dude. do I have to say it's not all Sonic games? I'm going to fucking punch you. <laughs> I'll fucking beat your face in, you little bitch. With your armor feet. Get that shit over <laughs> here. Get that shit over here. Get that shit. <laughs> You're never going to... Sh- See, I open up and I tell you guys things, then you use them against me. You wield them against me. It's not right. It's out of love. I don't know about that. We're mentally abusing you out of love. Mm-hmm. Speaking of all that, speaking of love, you're going to get your uh, girlfriend a uh, Vermont teddy bear, Stevie D? <laughs> no, you know what I'm getting my girlfriend for Valentine's Day? A trip to Maine a, to visit my a family. cock. Oh. <laughs> I thought Whoa. we were going to say it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's some kind of revelation. Like, oh, jinx. <laughs> Then you gotta do it. <laughs> Stevie's like, you know what I'm gonna get her? You know what I'm gonna get her? I'm gonna get her this cock. Anyway, speaking of all that, the funny thing about the Vermont teddy bear... He's <laughs> <laughs> back to the teddy bear. It's like bear. you have prepared material. <laughs> it's like you're on Leno and like, he has the list of things to ask you about. <laughs> no, I was just watching the uh, Vermont teddy bear commercial a little bit ago. It's, it's on TV all the time over here. Um... In all every sort of Valentine Valentine Day themed commercials aimed at men are always sort of about suge- making a suggestion that if you buy whatever the product is, your girlfriend or wife will sleep with you or blow you or whatever. And <laughs> I just I, the funny thing like that's so that, like like have you seen the um, the uh, what's the one with the pajamas pajamagrams. Yeah. Have you seen that commercial? It's nothing but like super hot chicks. Like, oh, they're thrilled to get this sexy costume from their boyfriend for Valentine's Day, so they can dance around in front of him. It's like, it's like, it's like all these commercials for anything related to Valentine's Day is about how you're going to get laid if you buy this. And the, the the liability is if you actually go through with it and you buy a, a pajama gram or a Vermont teddy bear for your significant other. What if they have had seen the commercials before? Because they blanked the airwaves with them. They're going to be, oh, he just wants to get laid. He doesn't give a shit about me. I want to know why it's so hard for these guys to get laid by their girlfriends. <laughs> Haven't you noticed that's an ongoing theme? That they're, that they're, the suggestion that you're going to get laid if you buy this? Like, the Vermont teddy bear one is like, it's like, um, it's like some women in the office, some, one of their boyfriends, like, sends them a uh, Vermont teddy bear, and they're all, like, ooing and aahing over it, and, like, the other guys in the office are overhearing it, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna blow him for this, and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't actually say that, but they're like, they're like oh, I, can, I, I bet, I bet he can't wait to see what I'm gonna get him. Woo! I don't know. It's like, it's just full of suggestion, and I don't know, it just seems like if, if your girlfriend had seen that, she'll be like, this guy's an asshole. All marketing so it's to... Like a huge, it's a huge opening. Uh, all marketing ability. to guys like the, is like that, though. I mean, except for stuff like video games or something. Like, there's the, the Just for Men hair ads when the two little girls try to get their dad laid. <laughs> yeah, what's that what about? What the fuck is that? It's so messed up. Like, Daddy, it's time. Yeah, you gotta get out there again, Daddy. 
Hey, Daddy, you, you haven't gotten what? any pussy in like how old am I? <laughs> Nine years. <laughs> how old are you, Stephanie? Nine, nine years, Daddy. <laughs> is that what they say? Pretty much. No, is it like? Is it just a divorce? Like, is are they like? I don't know. I think see... they're they're way too happy to yeah. not have a mother no, around. I, I think their mom is dead. Uh, okay, I was gonna say because they'd be like, uh, "Mommy's getting boned all the time." I don't know. It <laughs> seems like if, if it's just two kids with one parent, it should be the it should be the mother. If it's with the father, there's something messed up about that. I mean, I know I know that because I saw the Ben Affleck movie and he couldn't raise his girl for shit without the mom. That Jersey girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm basing my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're getting nice, we're getting nice segue here. here. I, I think that Speaking of been... broken homes, let's talk about... <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think Jersey Girl might have been on CVB's $5 HD DVD list he posted the other day. <laughs> really? I yeah, didn't even like know to... I posted that. I must have been in some kind of trance. Yeah, you're you're just the blog man. You're Mr. Blog. You just post and post. You don't even know what you're posting. I didn't even have an Xbox until like three weeks ago, but I'm Mr. HD DVD all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you're way into this dead format. Robert has fucking two HGTVD add-ons for Xbox, doesn't he? No, I have one, but I, if I ever see one for like ten bucks, I'll get another one. Uh, yo, yo, uh, yo, Robert, you ever watch an HD DVD before? Yes, that's why I you brought watch one player before? three years ago, or whatever. I yo, got it like the week it came yo, out. Yo, yo, Robert, man, what's your what's your favorite HD DVD movie? <laughs> This would be the worst interview. <laughs> Go to show. Yo, he doesn't listen to what you say. He just keeps with the questions. Yo, Robert. Hey, yo, man. So, uh, so, what's your favorite movie on HD DVD, man? What is <laughs> what's your, what's your, what's your favorite, favorite that's only available on HD DVD? <laughs> is Monster Spider-Man Quest 3. on uh, HD DVD? <laughs> Shut up! You do not get to talk about Monster Quest. What is the? What's your? What's your? Uh, what's your anyway, favorite? I was saying. What, what movie you got up, on there? Uh, what, mo- wait, what movie you got on there on the HD DVD? I picked DVD? up a couple. I got a couple for five bucks. You can't, what, you can't beat one? that. Which one? Just name one. I bought, and I've never seen it, but I hear it's quite good. Uh, all the nerds tell me that uh, the Big Lebowski. I think uh, I think uh, the HD DVD is going to make a comeback. <laughs> there was coming a chance back. of that for a while. Everything was so freaking cheap. Going to fucking come back. I saw the Sopranos guy do a commercial. He fucking said to buy one. How can you not? When are you going to lose the voice? Are you, are you almost done with that? What's that? You almost done with the voice? I didn't even yeah. go all out on the voice yet. I hurt my throat earlier. <laughs> Like, yo, man, hey, yo, Stevie, you hear about the uh, ape men soldiers the Russian scientists were making 50 years ago? <laughs> Shit didn't work. <laughs> what? That's the summary of that Monster Quest episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't Monster Quest, but the whole episode was, yo, I don't know what it was, but it was like, it was uh, how some Russian mad scientist, like, why, why don't we have mad scientists now? It was only during the World War II era. I thought it was like, I thought it was the Nazis. No, it was, no, the, it was Russians. the Russians. Was it? What is... What, there used to be mad Nazi scientists and mad Russian communist scientists and stuff. But there was a mad Russian scientist who was uh, obsessed with um, uh, crossbreeding apes and humans to get a super soldier. Yeah, the, <laughs> the crazy part of that is you know they were totally... Like, in his lab, they were actually trying to crossbreed. So, like, women were they actually did. getting laid by gorillas hear, or something. Well, actually. they're probably in, injecting him, like, a... <laughs> I like my version better. No, there's somebody else who's really into uh, crossbreeding apes and humans. It's uh, Drax's girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> no! Saucy. So, uh... 
yeah, they did try to impregnate women with ape stuff, but it, it didn't work. But <laughs> I like that they spend like 55 minutes talking about how it might be possible. In fact, it probably is possible. The end, then at the end, that's not possible. <laughs> There's a possibility meter the whole, like at the bottom of the screen the whole time, and it's like 90%, and at the very end it goes... It's like, my house is worth what? The little yeah. arrows keep going down. <laughs> I, was, I, was, uh, I was watching the science show on the Science Channel, on uh, Discovery Channel Science. It was about ghosts. <laughs> They're fucking real. That's, that's my favorite thing. The fucking ghost, sh- the haunting shows on the. St- <laughs> Why are they on the Discovery Channel? There's so it's many so, of them now too. And they yeah. have all these reenactments and stuff too, and and they're they're treated as absolute gospel on uh, within the 60 minutes of the show. It's like Discovery Channel takes off its scientist cap for a few minutes to play <laughs> their show. It's like what the, it's so stupid, and it's like people confronting spirits and dead murderers and stuff, and like objects floating around the house and all. It's just insane. Funny. Wasn't there a show a while science. ago that was like making fun of that where they'd put people in a haunted house and they weren't they didn't know they were gonna be on like a, a joke show or like a candid show? Yeah. I never saw um that. there used to be a show where they would scare people. I don't know if it was always a ghost though. Yeah, uh, California Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh it was uh the one where Stan and Doherty was on it or something? Speaking no, of uh, California Dreams, uh, Bobby, you gonna go see that uh, cheerleader movie? There's a new one. Yeah, there's a Wait, new what? one. Oh, the where they go to the camp or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Wait. No, I'm not gonna see that, but oh. uh, I did see the commercial. That is right Wait. up your alley. Looks good. <laughs> oh, the one where they go to the the. Oh, yeah, that's stupid. Who would actually watch that? Bob. Who's that for? Me. Uh, make these back movies in college. For? I used to just rent those. Like Steve would be in his room, and I'd just be watching it by myself. Yeah, in his living room. He'd come back with one of these movies, like from rented from Blockbuster. Like he had to go up to the counter with this movie and rent it. <laughs> like I think Bring It On, I watched back then. See, it's uh, it's almost easier for you know when you guys would go into the theater to see uh, Spy Kids 3D or whatever, or <laughs> catch that kid because then you could you could sort of slouch in your seat and avoid being seen. I told you when Jack and I walked in to see uh, Stick It, the gymnast movie. I love that movie. We walked in and, uh, like, we figured nobody would be there. It's stick it. But we walk in, the fucking theater's packed. And you walk into the front of the theater so everybody sees you the second you walk in. <laughs> it's like just a bunch of, like, a bunch of grown-up guys walking <laughs> in together with no kids with them. It was, it's like all 13-year-old girls and then me and Drac. I saw that movie on TV not that long ago. I thought it was great. It's actually a pretty good movie. <laughs> I liked it. I yeah. like that kind of movie. <laughs> it, I, like the, I like the one girl who's, like, I don't know. Not the main one, but one of the other ones. Yeah, the, like, the stuck-up one. I don't know if she's stuck up. She's more like dumb, I guess. The one who was supposed to be kind of dumb. Which one's this? Yeah, like the the secondary with, with chick. the with the with the with the mother who was all like yeah, the mo- yep. and she's like she my daughter is the best, and the daughter was like I don't care, I just want to have fun, you know. The only thing that, the thing that bothers me about that movie is the uh, the two guys who are friends with the main chick. It's <laughs> you and Dracula. Fucking no, they're like the biggest <laughs> fucking douchebags, and then of course all the girls at the. Uh, when they go to visit their friend at the gym, they're like, ooh, who are they? Wait, wait, wait. I thought that the, the two friends of the main character girl were sort of just like dorks. They weren't like hot, super hunky guys or whatever. They're just like... Well, they, I, the, I remember the them gym just girls love them. The gymnast girls love them. Well, no, I, thought, I think the, the, the idea of that... No, we're deconstructing the stupid gymnast movie. <laughs> but the, the idea was that the, uh, the, 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 the girls who were in gymnastics... You know, they start from such an early age, and they're they pretty much that's their life. They're so sheltered from everything. They you know they 
even yeah. interacting with guys is a new experience to them. So they're all impressed that she has male friends, I guess. Well, that's what they said. Even one, the girl that you love, uh, the one that you, you're going to d- make the fan site for. Yeah. Um, at one point, she actually says, like, you know boys? Yeah, I like it when she sort of struts down the thing instead of, uh, instead of oh, doing her moves. And she shows her bra strap. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Drack and I had to wait, like after the movie ended. Drack and I had to wait there for like fifteen minutes before we walked out. <laughs> Why is that? Dude, your mom's gonna listen to this. So we don't want to walk out when the thirteen-year-old girls walk out. Oh, I thought you meant that you got like, <laughs> big Yo, we had to sit there and wait for stuff to cool down a bit. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. I couldn't. Yo, I looked over Drack and he had a huge bone too. So. <laughs> <laughs> you started comparing wood. Who would you like the movie? <laughs> In a theater full of 13-year-olds. <laughs> I think the best thing would just be sitting there unabashedly, just you know, completely spread out into your seats, like boner straight in the air. In a theater full of kids. <laughs> you haven't technically done anything illegal. I mean, what can they make you leave for? I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Just sitting, just sitting there with the. Uh, what if you're just disfigured? You can't help it. You can't help how you look. You're not like touching yourself or anything. <sighs> That's that brings up a good point. Is it illegal if you never actually touch it? <laughs> so if you just sit somewhere in public with a huge <laughs> if you, as long as you never touch it, that's completely or like illegal, or right? like reference it. Hey, hey, check this out. You can, like, you can point to it, but you can't touch it. <laughs> No, let's say let's say I go to the mall and just sit on sit, in the, sit, sit on the bench, and I just kind of sit back and like have my bone just sticking clearly out straight into the air, and I'm just smiling, <laughs> you know, like through my pants, wearing sweatpants. I mean, am, I, am I eventually going to get asked to leave, or what's going to happen? I think you're going to get, get asked to leave. I'm not doing nothing though. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a really funny video. Yeah. What if I, I don't? <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I ain't like doing I'm nothing. I'm not doing nothing, man. <laughs> I ain't touched it once. <laughs> Like, you know that's why they're asking you to leave. <laughs> no, you know, some, some security guard asked you to leave, and you're like, hey, I ain't touched it. I don't need to. <laughs> like, a bunch of securities just walk. <laughs> they're standing around you just waiting for you to touch it. You never right. touch it. Uh, and arrest you keep getting close to it. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, nope, didn't touch it. It's like, there's no law against having a big bone, is there? <laughs> I mean, you can't help it. I think it's in uh, how you're, like, just sitting there. If you're sitting there, like, spread eagle, <laughs> especially in the context of a theater full of 13-year-olds, I think it's probably the thing that's going to get you. Okay, what if I'm just in the mall and I'm just sort of sitting there? I'm not totally spread. I'm just kind of in a relaxed posture. And, you know, clearly I have an Erex. What's gonna happen? Like, what if I'm not even smiling? What if I'm? A, what if I'm? What if I look sad? Yo, I got an E-Rex, like a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. What if I just look sad? Would they still ask me to leave? If I'm just look kind of. I think that's depressed. way more fucked up. If you're sad, if you have a giant boner. <laughs> the hell sits around all depressed and sad with a huge boner. Not again. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I went. I used to go through that when I was like fifteen, going around. Like, sometimes it was difficult to even go to the mall with people because, you know, I'd catch a glimpse of like a you know a poster with a woman on it or a cover of a CD or whatever, get a spontaneous um, 
whatever. And then you'd run off with your scaly feet. <laughs> I specifically do remember instances of sitting on the bench at the mall, and because because I was trying to wait for it to go away, and like people waiting on me saying, "What are you doing? <laughs> You're you hitting go. it. Go away." <laughs> you got like One a baseball was, cap. We went to this. Um, what's the What's the big mall in what's it ever? I don't know if it's the Mall of America, but it's one of the biggest malls in the country. I went there with like my in, uh, in high school. I went there with like my youth group, and we were going around. I, I kept getting having like boner emergencies and stuff. <laughs> I, sat on the, I remember. I remember sitting did you on have the. To, uh, did I you have to alert on, them like emergency yeah, guys. Emergency. He runs off. <laughs> boner emergency. No, I'd be like like okay, this is a good time to sit down, and I'd sit down and just kind of like unclench a little bit, and the boner would get worse. <laughs> and then I remember like one of the one of the one of the girls was like, "Where are you sitting there? Come on, we gotta go." And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. "I'll be a minute." I'm just <laughs> you an old man? You have to rest. I'm pretty sure know. there's no easy way out of it. I'm pretty sure I've seen a porn that starts like that. <laughs> well, I was in a public place with people everywhere. But anyway, it's like you know, to all you women out there, guys do go through this when they're especially when they're young. Because when you're first <laughs> starting out, you you don't. It's just out of control sometimes. Just be understanding. Crazy times. Stevie's, Stevie's girl. Be understanding. <laughs> I have a sad story about getting old. From the, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say a sad story about getting boners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get this off boner talk. <laughs> I uh, was at a basketball game this past weekend. Uh-huh. and um, <laughs> You went up for a slam dunk and your hair <laughs> fell out or something. I'm bald. <laughs> That's what I'm happens get, when you get I must old. be getting old. <laughs> no, actually, Even I wasn't. slam dunked the ball. <laughs> I wasn't actually playing. Um, I was in the crowd. But I'm sitting there. You know how you, I mean, the, the seats are kind of close together and stuff, so my knees were, um, I don't know, like sort of like how you'd be on like an airplane where your, your knees are kind of a little tighter to your body than they usually would be if you're sitting down. Yeah, those are made for and, like uh, five-foot-tall people. Right. And holy shit, I couldn't even stand up. I, like My knees were so fucking cramped. And then when I did stand up to like stretch them out... Um, it felt like somebody just stabbed me in the knee or like shot my knee. That's got to be the exact feeling of somebody shooting your kneecap. But you were, uh, you had to keep up appearances though, so you just uh, had to deal with it, right? You uh, oh, my knees are hurting. <laughs> I gotta sit back down. I didn't cry, but this is oi, as close as I've come to oi, crying in a basketball. My knees are hurting. Gotta sit back down. Get my knees a rest. They're hurting. He talked it off as an old war injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was sad. Speaking of old war injuries, did you guys see that there's a Dead Rising 2 coming out? <laughs> that That's not a Dead Rising <laughs> segue. That's a BF <laughs> 1943 segue. You had yeah. the segue and you blew it. You just picked the wrong game. Uh, I don't know what the other game was, so I haven't... Like... Stevie, the sequel to... Well, it's sort of a sequel. Su- pseudo-sequel to Stevie's favorite game of all time. Battlefield? Battlefield 1943. Wait, you mean like... The one that came out just a couple years ago? No, no, no. That was Battlefield 1942. Oh, okay. See, they did something clever with the sequel number there. We're getting way Except out in the weeds. Whenever, whenever I hear 1942, I just think of that old, like, top-down shoot-em-up with airplanes. Yeah. Which is also a good game. Yeah, the Xbox version's really good. Go get it. I have it. So anyway, fuck you. They're making a sequel to... Uh, Battlefield 1943. Is it going to be 1944? No. No, the sequel is 1943. Oh, okay. But it's sort of like, um, I think it's using the Bad Company engine, right? Yeah. 
and um, it's it's kind of like a super spruced up version of 1942, but it looks like it's way more casual friendly than the old one. Yeah, they're not that that wasn't, but th- this is even more so. There's some I'm not problems. Clear on who the fuck actually cares about Battlefield games? They suck. <laughs> don't suck at all. Battlefield the the Battlefield series I, I still think is probably the best FPS, especially for. Aren't they uh, just mainly sort of sandbox multiplayer death matches kind of? No, they're they're team. They're they're kind of team deathmatch, but there's like the the points you have to capture, and but it's not like capture the flag. There's just outposts you have to control. How does it compare to Gears of War Two? <laughs> um, it's exactly like Gears of War Two, except not at all like Gears of War Two. What's different? Like name one thing. Um, the setting, the weapons, uh, how many players <laughs> there are, uh, the Probably fact the that music. it has a control scheme that doesn't suck. Ouch. Ouch. Now he's getting personal. No, uh, the original Battlefield games, at least, I played a lot of uh, 1942, and then I played a little Vietnam, and then I played <sighs> a decent amount of Battlefield 2. But they they lend themselves to some of the best like situations like to discuss later. Like, oh man, and then my buddy got in the Jeep, and we were heading down, and then we hit this one guy, and then he jumped out. It's it's fun. There's all, like, it's very team-based. Like, you, it's not a co-op. Yeah. It's not co-op like Left 4 Dead, where you have to depend on everybody, but if you don't play it like a team, you're going to get fucked up. The only, uh... Vehicle stuff can be kind of fun. Like, one of the only fun things in Halo 2, playing that online, was, like, driving the car full speed straight at my teammate, and then, like, right before I'm about to hit him, I go, hop in, and then I run him over. <laughs> in, <laughs> I, in, I did that so many times. In Battlefield, the equivalent of that is there was a button to honk the horn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you'd go flying up to people and lay on the horn as you run them over. <laughs> Robert would just be standing there, and you hear me say, hop in, then you just get run, like, <laughs> Or you hear it from behind you. In the car. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> Last thing you hear is, hop in, thump. Yeah. What was awesome about the, the Jeep and any of the faster-moving <laughs> vehicles in 1942 is you could jump in the uh, jump in the Jeep and just head towards somebody, and then you'd jump out at the last minute and just let the Jeep barrel towards them and take them out. Yep. It's awesome. But uh, 1943 is going to have some problems, I think. The uh, the hardcore Battlefield people are a little pissed about it. Why? Well, it only has three maps, right? Yeah, it's got it's only got three maps from the Pacific part of 1942, and there's only three classes. So they took out some of the strategery of uh, knowing which class you need when. Okay. Yeah, and now everybody has, I read, like a, an anti-armor weapon. And... Uh, I, I don't think that's right, though, because uh, one of the... I think game trailers or something had a uh, gameplay video of it, and on the selection screen it looks like only... I, I think they combined a couple classes, so like the scout is what the sniper and the engineer were, so he has like the dynamite and stuff, and then there's another class that has um, the, like the medics, tommy gun, and AT, so I don't think everybody has AT. I don't know, I, I don't totally hate that idea of combining classes. As long Especially as, the ones that nobody really uses. Yeah, as long as the ammo um, for the AT mm. isn't unlimited. Like, for the, uh, the... That's the other thing that people are pissed about is uh, it's auto-health regen, so you don't need medics anymore. And uh, it's unlimited ammo. Wait, is it like Call of Duty-style health regen? Yep. Uh. Call of Duty-style, where it's... Uh, you get shot by, like, three bullets, then you go... <sighs> <laughs> for like two seconds and then you're back to totally heal. Yeah, you can tell they're just trying to make it super casual to get some uh, downloads with not a whole lot of effort involved. Yeah, they're sort of just 
using the name to uh, get people to check it out. The last Battlefield game that came out on 360, did anyone did, did it actually garner a community? Did anyone actually end up playing that very much? There's a sequel coming. Yeah, they announced the sequel in uh, 1943 at the same time. What? The uh, the sequel to Bad Company and uh, Battlefield 1943 they announced at the oh, same time. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But gotcha. I think Bad Company Fuck was... Bad Company. They, they also like put it. a whole huge single-player thing into that. Like, they made it for the consoles, pretty much especially. Um, or especially for it. And uh, I, I'm sure you won't be surprised to know that I own a copy uh, and it's unopened on my shelf. I'm just only surprised to hear that you only have one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, back up. Neither play. Don't play either one. I heard really mixed reviews of Bad Company. Actually, that some people say it's got really good multiplayer, and other people don't like it at all. So, I didn't like it. Just from the demo. That's all I played was a demo. And so I decided to buy it. I guess another thing that came out over the Comic Con weekend or whatever was a teaser for Dead Rising Two. Which should come as great news to anyone who's a fan of video games, because Dead Rising was one of the uh, better games on the comp- on the 360. Perhaps the best, just depending on who you ask. But I loved it. I get nostalgic just thinking about it from the early 360 days. <laughs> it's hard to believe I'm nostalgic about that already. But uh, I loved that game. It was just a pure, great, fun, just a video game. Just just made me feel like uh, you know, just like the old days. And the new ones, multi-platform. Maybe you feel like a little kid. I just love the idea of, of uh, you know, having this big mall and there's like, I don't know, it just something about it just reminded, just made me feel like I was a little kid again, playing NES or whatever. Well, I got excited about the Dead Rising 2 announcement. I haven't even played Dead Rising 1 yet. Hey, there's something wrong with you. How can you even appreciate Dead Ri- that there's a sequel coming when you haven't played the first one? The first one is one of the greatest games. I'm very ever. excited to play both of them. Just not excited enough to actually go through with the buying part. Yeah. Um, after, it, like, there's a lot of different endings for Dead Rising. It has kind of a... You know, the whole system is, you know, there's... The time passes in real time when you're playing, you know, and then the first day passes, the next day passes, and after whatever, however many days it's supposed to be, uh, the game ends, no matter what. But it's it's enough time that it's not a problem, so... But, um... Plus, I think you can fast-forward time sometimes. Well, the can cool you? thing is that... However, um, like your, your character levels up as the, yeah. the days go by. You get new moves and stuff. It's awesome. And at the end, um, you can just restart the whole process over like a day yeah. one again, but with the upgraded character. But uh, Yeah, it, when, when you get really powerful, you can be like, you know, slicing zombies apart with your fingertips and grabbing and pulling their intestines out and doing like all kinds of throws. And it, it, just, it was just awesome. There's just so much to it. A lot of different moves and stuff. How does the uh, and, uh, save system work for that, though? I've heard some complaints about that. I'm trying to remember. I, I didn't remember it being that much of a problem. I thought you just go into the bathroom and use the toilet and it saves the game. I mean, it wasn't that just bad. Just like in real life. But it, yeah. uh, it, it doesn't start you exactly where you saved or something. You just save all your progress up to that point. But the next time you start, it's been you start a while since I played. So I, I remember that there was a controversy, but I, I remember playing it and thinking that it wasn't really a problem. I think the main problem was that you couldn't have more than one save on the same hard drive. How long does it take yeah. to play through the whole game, though? I don't it's remember. It's usual, 10 or, like, 8 10 to 10 15, hour kind of thing. 10 or 15 yeah. oh, hours. Okay. I thought it was short. I th- could you fast-forward time if you needed to wait around? Is that something we so. did sometimes? I think that... The, the but you time... didn't want to do that too much because there were so many different side quests Oh, yeah, quests you could do on. that because there was a lot of side quests and stuff where, you know, you had to go rescue this person at this time or whatever. And if you needed to... Sometimes you needed to wait until 
X o'clock to get to, to get the next thing to happen. So yeah, depending on how you play and what you do, the time of the game will vary. Like if you never fast forward at all, it'll take longer than if you lot longer than if you did. No, Stevie B. I uh... plus there's different wait there's different events and different conditions to the mall that will just change as time goes on. Like there's different things that will trigger so on, the, on one day but not the other. Different stuff will open up. Yeah, different side quests, mm-hmm. different different events that just happen in the mall. Yeah. By like the fifth time you're playing through. Actually, the, what pissed me off the most about the game and the reason I stopped playing originally, I got to a point where I killed this boss, but there was absolutely no way for me to kill him in time. Like I could kill him, but then no matter what. Are you talking about the one the Vietnam wacko in the in the harvest? No, nah, it was like the I think it was a girl on a motorcycle or something like that. That wasn't even that hard, really. No, she just I, drives the motorcycle. Where did I say it was hard? At one point that I said it, it was hard. I don't think I did. I, didn't I have said that, that there was no way. Like when I started the boss fight, I don't know for whatever reason. Like when it, when I saved it, I was screwed in that I had oh. to start over the entire game because there was no way to beat her before the next thing happened. I remember. I remember hearing something about that, but I don't remember the specifics. Yeah, but, it was just a bad time to save. But and you can only case, have one save because that's how the game works. So basically, there's a zombie outbreak, and one of the. Uh, one of the th- one of the prevalent types of side quests are learning news of some survivor hidden somewhere, you know, hi- hiding out in some store in the mall, some given place, and you're told h- how long they're going to be able to last or whatever, and going to find them, and then you find them and you try to get them and you get them to follow you, and you can you can like hold their hand and pull them along with you, and you have to get them safely back to the safe house. There's a lot of that, and it it, sound, it seems like it might be tedious, but it's really not. It's it's fun. So the yeah, I like Stevie. I like since I have people a... around by their hand. I have it sitting on my shelf, and it's one of those things that I keep meaning to get back to. Yeah. If you if you pick it up, man, we can play at the same time and talk about it as we're going through. Oh, that's, you can that's have not a bad you can idea. Have a, a Except that my dude's going to be you know already kind of like level fifteen or whatever I ended up. But no, I'll but still um, be starting at the beginning. And the other thing is, there's several different endings depending on what you do. You know, because you're you know there's there's different choices you can make and different ways you can end it that will affect the outcome. And there's one ending in particular that will make the game go longer like there's a whole extra chunk of game at the end if you get a certain ending and um I kind of hate the multiple endings thing well if you don't want to have multiple endings just play it once <laughs> <laughs> but if you do it if you do everything if you do everything right though and you get the, and you get the certain ending depending on if you did everything right the game keeps going into overtime mode and there's more more events that happen see after that, after the time's out that's the only ending I'd care about though so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna well, look up just how look to do that sure ending you know to, yeah do you do it? It's not that hard. Yeah, but it it just annoys me that like I, I know if I only play through once, I'm not going to see all the content. And yeah, I think I actually like did. That. Like it it it's fifteen it's fifteen hours or whatever Pete said. If you do like everything, like you can probably fly through the game pretty quickly if you're uh, just okay. trying to finish the game. Because yeah, I I got the impression that you could play through it in like a sitting, and that's why the save system worked the way no. it did. Well, maybe not a sitting, but I don't know. know two or maybe three. maybe no normal person could do that. Yeah, not dinner for one style, but. There's this other thing. Um, there's a special. If you beat the game, you unlock a special mode where you're supposed. You're, you have to go into the mall and just survive for X amount of time. It's like a really long period of time in real time, and I think you're like you have to keep like eating, so you can't just stay in one place and hide out and lock yourself in somewhere. You have to keep finding food because mm. if you don't eat, you'll die or something. But I tried that. It's pretty fun. And, it, and like they they put all kinds of bosses in where they weren't before, so See, it's, it's just whack. I, it's I'm, whack. I'm kind of hoping for a uh, two player co op in the sequel. 
I'm sure they will. I How mean, everything's freaking two-player co-op now. Yeah, everything Cap- Capcom's changing everything to two-player co-op now. They're even saying Uncharted might be two-player co-op. Yeah, they're, they're changing Street Fighter Four into two-player co-op, so you can't actually fight. Each other. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, you beat up the crowd. Did <laughs> yeah. Did you see the dude on uh, one of those forums um, posted his picture, and it's like he bought one like, of those forums. He bought like eight of those new Street Fighter pads and like mm-hmm. three joysticks, and uh, he had another joystick from something else. I'm like, did he like not get the memo that this isn't twelve player? Maybe he just wanted to be on the safe side. He thought it might be up to eight players, so he just wanted to (laughs) buy eight of those $120 controllers or whatever just to be on the safe side. He's like, I don't know, maybe they'll add like a 12 player. In the next patch, it's going to be 12 player (laughs) co-op. I'm ready for it. How would that even work? Because time's... Because, um... Fuck that game. game's going to be awesome. Fuck you. I don't know how I feel about the hybrid, where it's kind of supposed to look like 2D a little bit, but it's actually 3D. It's not. It's the opposite. It's 3D, but it plays 2D. No, it's 3D, but it's supposed to look sort of in the spirit of the original, sort of like a you know sort yeah, but of it, 2D. It's all about. It doesn't matter. It all, it's all about how it plays, and it's a 2D fighter still. There are no like. You see the fact that when you do your special moves and stuff, you turn into this big anime, you know, spiraling stupid nonsense. <laughs> You're basing this off of one video I sent you. <laughs> it, it's it, it's the preview well, trailer the for like the first time the game was unveiled. Yeah. No, 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 no. He, it's a fight, and two dudes are fighting, and like Ken does some special moves towards the end, and it just turns into this big anime thing. It's weird. Yeah, yeah like that. One of the supers. I'll or check it out. I'll check that, it right? out. Yo, yo, I'll check it out. I'll, ch- I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Yo, I'll check it out. But the uh, there were a couple new demos last week. I don't know if you guys played any of them, but uh, well, I know Stevie did. But I did. Um, I played them all. <laughs> I've played everything. Killzone 2, I, I don't have much to say about it. It's, I don't know, I'm not as impressed as about? a lot of other people. Um, but the big release last week for demos was MLB 09. Wait, uh, there's Good no stuff. demo for that, at least not on the 360. Yeah, Sony usually doesn't release a lot of their demos on the 360. <laughs> I played through uh, one game of it, and uh, even though I can't bat for shit, I really liked it. Yeah, I, I, I'm coming off a year of playing MLB 08, and uh, you can tell like all the graphical touches they've added this year. It looks yeah. like so much better than even last year's. I guess if uh, if you like little plastic, weird-looking men that don't look real, and it's all sort of stupid and ugly, then it does look good. Well, I mean, the, the animation looks a little stiff. I don't know why... 
but uh you think by now they could have smoothed out some of the animation on the dudes but uh it, it looks yo man why don't they just mocap that joint baby come on <laughs> it, oh, it looks really <laughs> that's good the, that's not what they're doing now it's all key <laughs> yo man why don't they just mocap that shit man shit <laughs> Like they're gonna pay Stevie every single a super soldier. <laughs> I'm completely not letting you guys talk about this game. By no, the way, <laughs> and for whatever reason you're hating on it, even though you've never even seen it, you saw like three pictures I uh, pasted to you. But the um, the animations, even for the batters when they're up to bat, last year you could sort of tell who was up, and um, if you were like were really familiar with the team. But this year, like when the Phillies are up to bat, and I'm in Philly, so I do see a lot of Phillies games, but, um, like, you can tell before they do anything that, oh, yeah, that's J-Roll up to bat, and that's Utley, and the, I think they have the batting stances of pretty much everybody who has a, uh, some kind of unique batting stance. I think they're almost all in there now. Yeah, you, you can so, tell after so you pretty. play a little bit, like, who the, uh, the, the players they spent more time on are because there's yeah. like there's the standard animations and then there's the people who have distinctive things that they they went back into the extra stuff for. You better believe when I saw Evan Longoria step up to the plate, he got bean. Fucking hate right him. in the head. I hate him. Me too. And uh, this year, I don't know if a lot of people cared about this last year, but when you uh, threw at somebody's head and you watched the replay of it, it always showed it bouncing off the guy's shoulder. Because mm. that's what we do. We'd like throw at somebody's mm. head and then watch the replay of it hitting them in the head, and it was funny. But uh, this year, it did the slow mo replay after I hit Longori in the head, and that went right off his ear. <laughs> nice. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> that's the big yeah. fix for the update. <laughs> that's, that's what makes it 09. That's the whole new version now with head hitting. That's a new thing. That's a new <laughs> point on the back of the box. You can now hit people in the head. But it's still, these it's, people don't even know how baseball works. This ain't even baseball. It's baby ball. This game sucks. Well, that was, that was it, my impression. It's full of all the little touches that, like, if you watch a lot of baseball, you'll pick up on. Like the uh, when when there's a close um, call for like a ball or a striker, especially a strike out when the player's leaving the box, he'll kind of scowl at the ump and yeah, you know, full of little tiny stuff like that. Yeah, when the pitchers get on base now, and I can say that I saw this because I gave up a double to the one pitcher. Um, they they put their like warm up jacket on, just like they do in the in real life. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think uh, I will be purchasing Microsoft's, this. Microsoft Microsoft's answer to this game is uh, uh, R Type three thousand or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you know what? I know Sony's putting that new baseball game out. We don't have a baseball game, so uh, look, let's get uh, let's get the R Type guys to redo R Type. It's not even a new I game, played, is I it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I played the demo. I don't know what it is exactly. It has like SNES-ish graphics if you turn the old school graphics on. And you can like switch them back and forth in real time. Yeah, you can do it on the fly, right? uh, It's alright, but it's not 1,400 points alright or whatever it is. It's like a ridiculously high amount of points. Where do they get off? It's like two, yeah, I think it's like it 200 points. Come on. It's like 15 bucks, but it's, it's R-Type 1 and 2, and then I think there's like an arrange mode maybe. But... Right. um. I just like the idea that you can switch between the 16-bit and the updated graphics on the fly. That's yeah, after you do it, after you do it, go back and forth like two or three times, you'll be bored of it. Yeah, you'll, you'll I mean, do I it twice and then be done to with do it. that. Right. Yeah. 
I wouldn't pay $15 just to do that, but I think it's a cool feature. Well, uh, the, especially when uh, I think Battlefield's going to be between 15 and 20 bucks too. So it's kind of hard to justify. Well, I, I, I guess they're both kind of remixes of something else that existed, but it seems like too much money. I don't know, because they resell and repackage these shooters all the time without even doing anything with the graphics. That's because... Charge 20 bucks for it. Shoot them up, people will buy anything. Yeah. Actually, there's yeah. something on the Wii now. I think it's just called, like, Shooter Collection. Some, something super generic. And it's three pretty, like, average shooters from the Dreamcast days. But since it's 30 bucks, all the shooter kids are like, oh man, I gotta get it. I know they're not that good, but for 10 bucks a piece, I gotta get it. What's the name of that shoot 'em up where one of, like the main sort of thrust of the game are like two different colors of bullets and you can switch your spaceship to match Ikaruga. either color? Which one? Ikaruga. That game's fucking insane. Have you seen how many bullets <laughs> they throw at you at once? Yeah. Like, why would you even want to play something that hard? There's a, there's a video of a kid, I think, playing two-player in that by himself. <laughs> and, and what's wrong with... It's like it's people like that who are freakishly good at the games like this that uh, kind of ruin it for everybody. I, I want an easy game. <laughs> I, I want an easy I'm so shooter. bad. I'm so horrible at shooters. Easy shoot em up. I haven't even finished well, 1942 yet. Well, you know what's cool about <laughs> the new Isn't that the game whose main, who's main drawback is the fact that it's only like 20 minutes long? It's like, hard as shit. Yeah, it's really hard. I've been working on it for days. I beat the. I actually finished. I finished the original 1942 on the NES, and it took me uh, roughly three hours one night. And the whole ending is it just says congratulations. Yeah, that's how NES games used to be. (laughs) Even even Mike Tyson's Punch Out, you beat you finally beat fucking Mike Tyson, and he just like, hey kid, you're pretty tough, or something like that, and that's it. But I'm not even sure it said congratulations. I'm pretty sure it just said congratulations. Probably. Yeah. But um. But yeah, the, the new R-Type, though, one thing I did read is that uh, it has a free play mode, so you can just play all the way through it and not have to worry uh, about dying all the time. That's not wow. bad. That's how I used to always play shooters back in the day. I just find, like, if it didn't have a 30-man code or something, I just didn't bother. I was one, so bad. One of, my big, one of my big shooters from when I was a kid was uh, Darius Twin. The game was awesome. It was like a two-player simultaneous shoot 'em up side, you know, uh, left mm-hmm. to right. And uh, it had, like, sweet rock music and stuff. And, like, a lot of the bosses were, like, these giant sea creatures who were also robots for some reason. It was just sweet. It was badass. We owned that game. Awesome. My favorite was, uh, it came with the Sega CD. Uh, Sol- it was a, a remake, I think it was a remake of a Genesis game called Soul Dece, But it was called Soul Feast, which, of course, led to feces jokes everywhere. Mm. Oh. But, um, wow. I mean, people, they were, we were all ten when it came out. Um, but uh, Solfees was awesome and it had a 30 lives code and it had an anime ending that was like 5 seconds long all I remember is the one guy goes and it starts and then it ended and went to the credits I don't even know what that means yeah there's always like back in the day you did like a lot of games didn't have particularly good endings so but you'd always want to go to the Mega Man series because they'd always give you a good ending that's true. That's that's one of the reasons you want to play all of them because they're like you, you know if you beat the beat a Mega Man game you get some kind of ending. Ninja Gaiden had a good uh, ending. That's what I always like about that. Isn't it Gaiden? Gaiden? He's allowed to say Gaiden because that's how we all learned it when we were like exactly little kids. I think that's how retarded kids learned it. Yeah, right? because you it's knew Gaiden. you knew Japanese pronunciation when that came out in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how or why I learned that it was Gaiden. I just know that it's Gaiden. That's how I've always said it. You so said Gaiden when you were a kid. You said Gaiden. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. 
my first experience with Ninja Gaiden was the arcade one where you can like hold your hands on the lampposts and kick dudes and stuff. Yeah. What's funny is I remember that being awesome and I played it recently and it's horrible. I actually played it a few years ago on the uh, MAME or whatever and I thought it was pretty good actually. <laughs> it's so slow. I like to go back to those old games that I remember being awesome and then play them and then get to see the ending because as a kid I didn't usually get to see the ending of those games because you didn't get to play long enough. Oh, speaking of MAME and Stevie B turned me on to this. Um, it's not MAME, but there's a, uh, a Model 2 emulator now. Mm. So you can play uh, Virtua Fighter 2 or like Daytona on your PC. And of course I'm saying you can play those because I own both arcade machines. So I, right. It's totally <laughs> legal. Right. <laughs> yeah. what, 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 kind of, uh, what, what are some of the highlights of, in terms of titles that would be on those? On Model 2? Yeah. Uh, Virtua Fighter 2, Daytona. Uh, it actually runs really well. Um, Anything good? Yeah, Virtua Fighter 2 and Daytona. <laughs> What's the racing game where it's like mud gets on your scre- on your windshield and stuff? Sega Rally? I don't think that happened. That, but windshield that's wipers. probably what you'd know. That's like every rally sport was like that. Um, dirt. It was, it was a Sega like game. That. I remember a Sega arcade game in the arcade where there was like windshield wipers and mud and stuff. Sega Rally. It probably was Rally. It was pretty cool. It was good. That was the popular one. I love Sega Rally, the first one. In this, uh, I didn't play the Dreamcast one as much, but the Saturn one I played so much. But uh, also on that was uh, Virtua Cop and uh, Gunblade New York. Sucks, sucks. Wait, can you use the mouse with those? Yes. Oh, nice. I don't know how you set it up, but you can use the mouse. House I'll of have the to Dead. try that. When they make, uh, uh, no one really makes shooter games like that anymore, like shooting at the screen. I guess the, there's a couple on Wii. Like, what's, the new, uh, what's the new Resident Evil thing on Wii? I saw something no, on it's House of the Dead. Oh, yeah, House of the Dead. That's right. Is that pretty sweet? Uh, I think it comes out this week, actually. I'll have to try yeah. it. Are you, like you going to snatch that up? I might snatch it. Yeah. Yo, uh, yo, yo, Robert, you're going gonna to shuffle down to the store and, uh, and uh, eat that up? i gotta do, I got to do shuffle. a quick check here, because if, if that's 50 bucks, they're out of their minds. The guy I used to play... Because uh, you just with. know that any House of the Dead game is going to be like 20 minutes. What is it, Stevie? guy I used to play Virtua Fighter with could play all the way through House of the Dead with both guns and not die. Or, like, not take a Dual hit. Dual wielding? That's kind of like, sick. Yep. Like, two, like shooting both guns at once? Yeah, that, that's what he'd do in between um, rounds of the machine. Did it really help to use two? I mean, why not just use one? No, it, it makes it harder. Oh. There's double the enemies, probably. Oh, because there's double the enemies? Yeah. All right. Whatever you say. That's that's sort of uh, insane, actually, because I picked up like you know a year ago, whatever, the House of the Dead two and three for the uh, the Wii, and uh, they kicked my ass. Yeah, I'm really bad at those. Also, you'll, as well as shoot 'em ups. One thing I noted was that um, for the first time like ever, Wii's are starting to become a little bit more available. Like not yeah, they had them at the GameStop today. They had them. And first of all, whatever, but. Are there any good games coming out for Wii at all this year at all? Mad World. That's the only one people say. Is there anything else? Well, Nintendo hasn't announced most of their shit for the year yet, so. Like, I know well, there's some kind of new uh, Pikmin game that's coming or something that might be cute. Yeah, but, there's well, the, Pikmin, the Wii makes. Yeah, Pikmin, uh, Metroid Prime, and uh, Mario Tennis. Are Wait, there's another there. Prime game coming out? No, it's the original Metroid Prime. It's getting a Wii remote makeover. Man, I can't play that game again. I just I've played it. Tw- I played it through twice already. You know, before. By the way, I want to let you know that the new House of the Dead is fifty friggin' dollars. 
What are they Wait, thinking? Maybe it's twelve hours long. <laughs> it's a light gun game that's fucking twelve hours. <laughs> There's fifteen endings. <laughs> yeah, you, any light gun game, you just know it's going to be like twenty minutes. Seriously. There's some of them are fun. Like the original Time Crisis, I had that for PlayStation. I played that all the time because you could finish it in like one sitting. It didn't take long at all. It's like dinner's going to be ready in twenty minutes, so you go beat Time Crisis. I, I have the uh, Dreamcast and House of the Dead on Dreamcast, and um, I have the Dreamcast Light Gun, the the, the official one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't play any of that shit because I don't have any VMUs that work. All the VMUs quit. eBay one. I don't know where to get one. Would, they, would the eBay ones actually be working? I mean, are there any living ones out there still? I don't know. I've got one, but I don't know if it works. I haven't. I had I had three because I have I had three I, I have three VMUs, two normal ones and one like. Up like one after like third party extra size one or whatever, and uh, not on work. I hope my VM worked for years. I hope my VMU works. That has my uh, Virtua Fighter three character on it. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't. I'm I'm kind of glad we're getting past the era of the memory card because that's a that's bullshit. Big time. Well, what's gonna happen though? Because these hard drives are gonna die eventually. We're, we're gonna lose like a hard drive generation way longer saves. than a memory card than a memory card will. We're going to lose generations of saves when one of these hard drives goes. Yeah. I found a hard drive from like 1998 or 99 in the closet one time a few years ago, and I plugged it in and was able to get stuff off of it. So hard drives kind of do last a long time. Well, it's because of how they work. I mean, it, as soon as the uh, memory card or Uh-oh. whatever... Here comes a lecture. It, it's right. true. It's, it's an electronics <laughs> thing. As soon as the right. little battery inside... And then there's the, a reaction with the chemicals inside the magnets... Well, that's how batteries work, but um, as soon as the battery runs out, you're going to lose all your data because that's all that's keeping it on there. With a hard drive, you don't need to keep... Yeah. So uh, as soon as you uh, unplug the the hard drive, that's actually magnetically written on the surface of the disk, so you don't need any electricity to the drive to keep the data. But with the memory cards, there has to be some electricity there all the time. Someone explained hard drives in a way that was uh, made kind of interesting sense to me in like a very simple way. He he had it was it was Bill Nye and he had like a like this board full of switches, you know, like this many rows and this many columns, and he had lights that corresponded to them. And turning on different switches made the different lights come on. And if you turn the whole all the lights off, the switches would still be in the same spots. And that's how he equated a, um, data being sto- uh, stored on a computer. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. And that's how I've always understood it. Go Bill Nye. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you go, inertia is a property of matter. Science rules and all this different stuff. Remember that show, Robert? I like Mr. Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let that go. What was the other one? The one with the guy that had the big, long, spiky hair and the girl assistant? It wasn't Bill Nye. It was a different Oh, uh, um, Mr. Wizard Jr. That's not it at all. <laughs> it's Mr. Wizard's, like, you know, nephew or something, being, like, all cool, doing science stuff. I, I'm, this is going to mess with me now, because it, 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 I can remember this show, but it, had, it was like a Bill Nye type thing, but it was a little bit more silly. And oh, Beekman's World. Thing. Beekman's World? That doesn't sound too familiar. Maybe that was it. I think it's it. I bet Stevie's, like, got the full series on tape. <laughs> Actually, speaking of uh, nerdy science shows, this is kind of funny. When I uh, was first talking to my, uh, who's now the girl that's now my girlfriend, 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh. The her favorite basketball team is uh-huh. a college team, Villanova. And uh, one time I was talking. Oh to yeah, her I know. And she I'm goes. Trying, uh, I'm trying to focus you to make you think it's not sunk up. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she goes. All right, I gotta go. I'm gonna go watch Nova. And it's like nine o'clock on like a Friday. I'm like what the fuck? You're gonna go watch that science show from the '80s? I'm like they're still making it. I'm in. They actually <laughs> and then that's when them. he knew. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I was. That's what I was gonna do too. I have it on my DVR. <laughs> so every time now we see, we're like flipping the channels and we see uh, it just says Nova on like one of you know PBS or whatever. We always laugh. See, you've got a little thing, like a little inside joke now that makes you uh, that makes things work out. That's adorable. <laughs> Stevie's uh, stories are all like X-rated. He doesn't have any cute ones like this. Every one of Stevie's stories starts with yeah. him, uh, with a boner at the mall. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't he couldn't recount any uh, cute story about his relationship because nothing can be repeated even on this show. <laughs> That's how I roll. Yeah. The uncensored show, except for a couple words. It would just be a bunch of beeps, and no one wants to hear that. (laughs) It'd be a bunch of the ma. (laughs) Oh yeah, the ma. Speaking of the ma, I haven't even played that shit yet. I like played the demo and played a little bit into the full game after I bought it, and I haven't played it again. I did not get the ma because when I saw that it was up there as like the featured downloadable game or whatever, the pictures they have up on it don't indicate that it's any kind of platformer. I thought it was like an RPG or some shit from the pictures. <laughs> Why would you think that's an RPG? Because you're retarded? Look at the did pictures. You not listen to, did you not listen to our show? No, th- this was before I listened to the show. Hmm. I always just assumed it was a platformer from the second I laid eyes on it. No, I-, I looked at it and I thought it was some kind of adventure game. <laughs> point In and the, click. Uh, you do have adventures, but you don't point and click. Um, I uh, game flied. Silent Hill 5, and it, it arrived, like, over a month ago now, and I played it once when I first got it, and I liked it. I really liked where it was going and everything, and I liked how, the look of it and everything, but, you know, and I liked kind of the old school gameplay, sort of, but I didn't like how you couldn't invert the Y-axis for the camera control, and that was fucking with me. I couldn't, it, I just couldn't get past it. It was like playing with boxing gloves on or something. It was just a big hindrance, so I threw it down, and I got pissed off and decided to send it back. But then, like, next day, I thought, I'll give this another shot. I can, I can adapt, because the game's good. I want, I, want to, I want to play it. But I never got around to it, and uh, I still keep meaning to, but I don't. So now you've basically spent half of your last month's Gamefly yeah. on uh, Silent Hill 5. Yeah, I spent, so I've spent, like, twelve fifty on <laughs> Silent that's what Hill I paid. 5, and I haven't played it yet. That's what I paid for my copy of Silent Hill 5. I'm guessing you couldn't get that for twelve fifty. Actually, it was, I think, fourteen ninety eight. Blockbuster? No, this was uh, Target clearance. Mm. You, you know people, how, should, uh, people should pay attention to my deals I post on the site all the time. You post deals? <laughs> Did you see my one today about $1 calendars at the mall? <laughs> That's a deal. Dude, <laughs> I got... Well, if you, if you go to the mall and you see Robert leaving with like a giant box full of <laughs> calendars, you know they're going to be $1 in there. Well, every <laughs> time a, he uh, leaves the mall, he has a giant box full of shit. That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I almost never buy stuff at the mall. It's just just calendars when they're a dollar. The mall. Oh yeah, the mall. Every time I walk well, yeah, in, was I he, he bought he bought all of their one dollar calendars. Then he stood he stood outside the store selling them for two dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and kept looking over his like, shoulder oh, yeah, like, looking for yeah, what, what do you think of this I'm the guy? I got all the calendars right here. Two bucks. Two bucks. If you uh, if you ever want security to uh, 
just escort you out of the mall. Just go into GameStop, and when somebody's about to trade in games, offer them $1 more for each one. <laughs> You'll be escorted out. They'll escort you out faster than if you were sitting around in the GameStop with a huge bone. <laughs> oh, what, happened if you, what would happen if you were walking around GameStop with like a hugely obvious erection with sweatpants on? And offering to buy people's used games. <laughs> well, the sweatpants wouldn't be any kind of indicator because of their normal clientele, but uh, right. the huge bone might. <laughs> I'm sure that's happened in GameStop before. Somebody's gotten a huge boner? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Probably. Look at all the game covers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that looks good. Burnout 3, yes. (laughs) It's not even a picture of a woman, it's Burnout. (laughs) It's a car. Oh, speaking of Burnout, though, I got the the new... uh, It's like patch 1.6, they call it. I didn't get that party pack. It's free, right? This one is free, yeah, but it's like 800 meg. Are all of them free? Um, There's one up now that costs money, but it's like... It's just like an add-on mode. Like, it's not really anything necessary. Um, But the new thing that came out last week, which is patch 1.6, allows you to finally restart races that you fail. Yeah. Which is awesome. That basically makes the game accessible to me. In I all need to of their pick various additions, have they ever enabled you to get rid of the stupid slow motion crashing cutscenes? No, I don't think so. Those ruin the game. Those almost ruin the game. If I, why can't I just crash and just have it be a crash? Why do I have to watch it in slow motion from eight different camera angles when I crash? Yeah, there's always like this downtime after you crash. You can take a sip of your drink or something. I don't want to, though. I just want to crash in real time with the camera behind my car. Why can't I just do that? It would be fun. And even if even if you do, like, a, sometimes if you do a super stunt, it fucks with the camera, too. I don't want to be taken out of the action. I don't want to watch a cutscene. I want to be right there. Should I be an option. I want to experience the whole thing. It, it's, it's really stupid. I mean, maybe some people like to watch a cutscene of your car taking a ramp from eight different angles in slow motion. Not me. I just want to be there experiencing it in real time. That's what I want. Although, speaking of... Oop. Oop. Go ahead. The only time... Uh, you guys are so polite. <laughs> that's how we do. Uh, that The only time I've seen a good implementation of the uh, the slow-mo thing is in GTA, when the first time you hit one of those jumps. Yeah. No, no, but no, That's basically no. what he's talking about in Burnout. That's exactly what they that, do. That ruins it. I, I didn't like that in GTA either. Um, I like it just because you know you yeah, hit Yeah, you know you way. hit it. Fuck that. I, I want to take... When I when I take a huge jump or do something amazing, I want to soar. I want to experience it for myself. I don't want to watch some cheesy, stupid cutscene that has nothing to do with me. I don't want to be taken out of the action and watch a movie. I want to actually be there, experiencing it, soaring. <laughs> Visceral. Visceral yeah. experience. Seriously. It bothered me in GTA also. What's I want to take my jump. Just let me have my jump. I want to experience the All jump. Right. All right. Robert. Let me jump. Let me actually, experience the jump. What's funny, though, is when Stevie and I uh, almost talked over each other, or did sort of talk over yeah, each oh, other. Oh, oh, you first. Well, well you, you uh, sir. <laughs> I insist. No, sir, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> no, after you. And I was actually going to ask him if he was going to, it was about GTA. I was going to ask him if he was going to get the Lost and the Damned, which comes out in the next week or so. <laughs> I am not. Lost and the Damned. You're Damn. not. I am not. GTA was your shit. GTA was my shit, but I bought the PS3 version. Stevie, yeah, good but, at that oh, game, fuck, man. that's right. It's Stevie, only on a super soldier. I got PS3'd on that. I actually forgot that that was only on uh, 360. They're dicks. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm sorry I brought that up. 
They're gonna have a you, your your disagreement is gonna sort of boil up, and eventually Robert's gonna call you a rogue. Um, they're or they're dicks, <laughs> and you're you a dick duel. for bringing it up. Okay. Oh. All right. You sir are a rogue. All right, that's it, Steve. Get over here. Get over here. You lucky piece yeah, holding me back. Be, be careful, guys. Be careful. Be careful. That's actually how that would go if uh, we only had one mic to pass around. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Check it out. See, the only thing you need to do right here is snod your fucking head. Three huge games come out this uh, on, on the 12th. On the three huge games. ones? Three huge ones. We I'm pretty sure Street Fighter's the next week, so it can't be bad. On the 12th, we got Fear 2. Boo. And we've got uh, Blades X or X Blades or whatever. <laughs> and, name, it's huge. and we've got uh, Bikini Samurai Zombie Killers or whatever it's called. <laughs> like the worst release day ever. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about those games though because they're both um, like slasher beat 'em up type games, and you know, just judging from the videos, they actually look like they're competent. So I'm kind of curious. I'll probably take a look at the reviews though and see what they say. But I'm definitely getting fear, fear too. Speaking I can't of, imagine myself playing any of those games except for Fear Two, which is going to be the you demo. Still refuse to do for some. No, I'm, I will do it. I just maybe tonight. Maybe I'll record it tonight. You should do we'll it. I, I don't think I you're going to make it fun. though. I, I honestly don't think you'll make it through the whole thing. If you're actually alone at night, there's no way you're going to make it through the whole thing. Well, I got spooked by the um, the spiders in Xena, Xena for your princess. Anybody who's just go Google uh, uh, or go to YouTube and search for like uh, Xena. Some some guy plays all the way through the entire game, and uh. I, I jumped ahead to where he's fighting the spiders, and it really is sad that I was... I wasn't scared. I just didn't want to see it, so I put my head down. <laughs> I, I, I like anyway, to get to the, the, game out the level. The freezer. I, yeah, I still beat the level pretty easily, actually. Um, but the other one is uh, in Fallout 3, which I actually recently finished this past week. I was pretty proud of myself. Um, I got spooked by the, the, the guys who hang out with the hunters. The centaurs. Centaurs, those weird friggin' things. Those yeah. things are... They're messed up looking, man. <laughs> they are. That's why it's more fun to blow them up. Blow their heads up. Well, like, uh, I'll be walking around, you know, a grocery store or something, searching for ammo, and I don't know where I'll get hit, and I'll turn around, and it's one of them just right in my face. That, oh, I hate it. Did you uh, get the bloody mess perk? Yes. That makes it so much more fun, because uh, there's a limit to how much you can dismember someone without it. And then when you get it, you can blow people into tiny little pieces, and it just it never yeah, gets I like, old. I like how a headshot blows their arms off. It doesn't always, but <laughs> sometimes to. it does. It's just, yeah. it's so funny, especially when you're dealing with explosives. One of, the, one of the most satisfying things in that game is always, like, setting up a bunch of bottle cap mines and frag mines and stuff, and then starting the fight under your terms, on your terms, and getting the bad guys or good guys or whatever to walk over them and blow up. It's just, it's so satisfying and so funny. One of the best yeah. things about the game. I actually, I... I know I dissed it a lot last year, but I, I'm having more fun with it than I thought I would, but yeah. it, I'm, 
I don't know. Top five is... I, I'm not going to change my top five. I can't, but I don't know if it would make it still This is kind of an admission of saying you probably would change your top five. But I, I don't know where it would go. Like, I don't know what I would take off. So take off that's the problem. Professor Doodle's silly no, or whatever it was it awesome. <laughs> I have played... I, I am up to, like, 43 hours or something in Fallout, though. <laughs> and uh, the other night, you told me you, how you were on the uh, in Tinpenny Tower at the top with uh, Mr. Tinpenny. <laughs> finding different different funny ways to take them out. It's funny if you. The, the best part of that is how you can just have so many save games. It doesn't matter. So yeah, um, I, I always that is a good with, original feature. Save. Well, it is like game. Dead Rising doesn't. You have one spot. So well, that's, yeah, whatever. It's more. Anyway. It's more of a PC game type thing. Um. So when I get to Tenpenny Tower and uh, Alistair Tenpenny's up top, um, just kind of shooting <laughs> off in the distance. Um, I saved it. And then tried out every single one of my weapons on them just to see what would happen. <laughs> it's awesome. The but best the best thing, one is the bottle cap mine. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I only had two of them, so that's the best I could do. But uh, yeah, he goes flying. I did it with more than two. I did it with like ten. And he flies so high up in the air, he almost becomes a dot in the sky. It's almost like a cartoon. Yeah, the first time I did it, I'm like, he just disintegrated. And Pete's like, no, nah, just do it again and look up. <laughs> oh, wait yeah, a minute. Right. The guy just flies up. <laughs> well, if I, was, this, I saw this. Go ahead. I saw this video, uh, like on YouTube or something, where someone was doing that same thing, and they put had like eighteen bottle cap mines and some frag mines, just, just completely just a ridiculous amount of explosives, and then he get uh, Tenpenny to stand up and walk onto him, and uh, he got some great footage of him flying really, really long distances. <laughs> it's just it's it's so funny. You can also do some funny favorite. stuff with the uh, there's a, there's a weapon that I never got. It's a special weapon that shoots like twenty nukes at once. <laughs> Where do you even get twenty nukes? It's in the um, it's in the military, the old mil- National Guard outpost or whatever. But there's like a, a set number of nukes in the game. It's a giant waste. Probably find more of them in the National Guard outpost. <laughs> Why would the National Guard outpost have nukes? Well, the National Guard suppository, whatever it is, some National Guard headquarters or something, has a special room where it's. I don't. I never actually got into it, but there's a way to get into it, and there's a special weapon in there, and it shoots a whole bunch of nukes all at once, and uh, you can do some pretty funny stuff with it. <laughs> I did. I did nuke uh, ten penny at one point, but um, shooting twenty at once would probably be much funnier. My favorite one, though, I think, not even the the bottle cap mine, which sent him flying. I just took like one shot with a Lincoln rifle to his head, and his <laughs> body stayed, but his head went flying off the. Balcony. Well, yeah, you said that he was like he was standing at the balcony shooting his gun off yeah. outside. <laughs> he walked up behind him and shot him. <laughs> <laughs> He's there shooting his uh, gun off, not looking at me. I walk up behind him and take my like super rifle out and just blow his head off, and his head just goes flying off in the distance. So while you aspire to find uh, interesting ways to kill Alistair Tinpenny, I, uh, I have my sights set higher. I'm a little bit more ambitious when it comes to Fallout 3. My goal in my present game is to eat the entire known world. <laughs> so far, I so far I've quest. eaten... I have eaten all of Megaton. <laughs> Except for, the, the kid just disappears when you call the adults, so I can't oh, okay. eat the kid, but she's gone anyway, so it doesn't matter. I ate the sheriff, ate everybody. I, I, ate, I killed and ate everybody in town, and then like the sheriff showed up and set in like a, on like an old western type, type standoff, and he's like, "You're leaving in a body bag," and, like this, like it was going to be some big confrontation. And I just killed him in one shot and blew him up and ate him. <laughs> <laughs> gonna eat ya. So you I ate to, the whole town, and then I went to Tenpenny, like... and I ate and I ate everyone in Tenpenny. How do you eat the guys? Like, do you have to walk up, like, to every piece and eat it, or could, do you just click on? No, his body you know how the, all the different pieces still count as the same corpse. It's sort right. of like that. Just you can eat the corpse once, and then and then it's eaten. Is there an animation for you eating? 
Yeah, it, it, the camera goes up kind of a little bit far away, sort of over you, and then you sort of hunch, like you're sort of hunched over it, and you're sort of like eating a little bit. So, so it doesn't show <laughs> you explicitly eating? No, it just kind of shows it from overhead. Okay. It's not, it's not real detailed. It's, it's, it's pretty simp- simplistic and repetitive. It's, it would have been more satisfying if it was a little bit more interesting, but still, the idea is that you ate them. Is there an so achievement for, for eating everybody? I don't know. No. If there is, I, I guess so. I'll eventually find out. But I can, I can eat, I can eat the the more human type ghouls. I can eat them, and I can eat humans. So I've eaten Megaton, and I've eaten Ten Penny Tower, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> going to think of somewhere else to eat next. But I haven't, I haven't picked up the game in a, a week or two. But you should make a map for Tapezilla that shows like the overworld map, and then yeah. Mark where you've eaten so we can follow along. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. The funny thing about uh, Fallout Three was I was doing my second playthrough, and I was kind of being a little more evil this time, but not still not totally psycho. Just more evil than the first time. The first time I ended up being good. So I'm playing it. And I'm being kind of evil, and I get to this point where um, I come across uh, uh, Brotherhood of Steel guy, and he tells me that his training trainee got got separated from and got captured by super, super mutants or something. And he wanted me to go help him, go help me save him. And this is one of those quests that doesn't even show up in your log. It's just one of those spontaneous quests. So I did it, and I, I went into the building, and I found the kid, and I, or not the kid, but the the guy, the the recruit, and I got him out of there, and I got him all the way back to his master or whatever. And they thanked me. And right when I finished that quest, I got a bunch of experience, and I leveled up to level twelve, I think. And then the cannibalism perk became available. <laughs> and then they, I, I looked at those two guys differently at that point. <laughs> you did this to me. So, so after after they thanked me and uh, rewarded me and everything, I decided I could now eat them, and I and I killed them and ate them. <laughs> and it was a different game from then on. I, I everyone every, every time I saw any person from then on, I just saw food. And, Do you think uh, those no one survived seeing me yet? Do you think they realized that they did that to you? That they caused <laughs> this this change? <laughs> Maybe as I'm eating them, they're going, "I caused this. <laughs> you did this to me. You made me a monster." So, uh, yeah. Ever, ever since then, I've killed and eaten every single person I've come across that's possible to kill and eat. And uh, that's just how my life is going to be now. I ate the. D- I went. I actually remember h- thinking that DJ was a big douchebag asshole. So I went back there and I ate him, and I ate all of his little Brotherhood bodyguards. <laughs> how is it going to pan out when I ate? I ate like a bunch of the Brotherhood of Steel. How is it going to get? If I get to the point in the main quest when I have to get help from them, are they going to realize that I've eaten a bunch of their people? <laughs> I mean, how's that going to work? Why would they let me into their walls? <laughs> Am I going to be able to go into their walls and kill them and eat them all? Like, isn't there like guys. a faction thing in that? Yeah, but you have to eventually end up with the Brotherhood. Oh. Yeah, in the main storyline, you have to work with the Brotherhood. So, but but I, I've still eaten a lot of their people. They'll make <laughs> so you sign something. No eatings. And you know when you're escorting that herd of people through the sewers? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Can any of them die, or do they all have to live? One guy can die, Garza. I mean, but can any of them die spontaneously, I mean? I don't think so. I, I don't know. Because uh, I kind of want to eat some of them, if possible. I know you can definitely eat Garza. <laughs> but yeah, I eat the raiders, I eat the... Uh, I especially like eating the non-evil people, like the farmers and captives and <laughs> and uh, explorers and waste, wasteland I people. I thought about so. taking that perk, but then I realized that you only get 
up to level 20, and I know the expansion's going to give you up to level 30, but it's capped at 20 right now, so I don't want to waste one of the perks on it. The funny thing is um, eating someone in front of someone else <laughs> because uh, it's considered <laughs> a, an act of a, a crime against nature is what, how they describe it. So, what, so pretty so, much all that's going to be left is little lamplight where all the kids live. When I first went into Megaton, I went into the, uh, the bar, and Mr. Burke was there. And he bothered me by making me, making me talk to him and stuff, so I just got out of that. And I shot him in the head and killed him. And no one got freaked out. They were all just kind of like, oh, good riddance. They didn't start running all over the place like they usually do if you shoot someone. Oh, he's evil? Yeah, I guess because Oh, Mr. Evil. Burke, the guy who yeah. wants to make you blow up the town. So I ate okay. Mr. Burke in front of him, and they all freaked out. So I, just, <laughs> so I didn't know what to do, so I started killing them all, and I ended up eating all of them. And it was a slippery slope. <laughs> And that led to you eating the entire tent. <laughs> That's quite a PSA. It's like it's like it's like I shoot I shoot the bad guy in front of him, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, all right, you got him." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, all right." And then like, the, and then I'm like encouraged by that, so I start eating him. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah, you have to take it one step like, further. Like you, you have their approval now. Oh no, I have their approval. Let's see what else I can Too do to get their far. approval more. <laughs> so I just didn't know what to do, and I just started. I don't know. I just kind of it was kind of like falling down with Michael Douglas. I just I just kept descending into madness and I didn't know what to do. So I just kept killing and eating, killing and eating. And now I'm so deranged that I don't give anyone a chance to speak if I don't have to. I just kill them and eat them. <laughs> you have to do the map thing that Stevie said. Or just X off the towns that yeah, you've it'll, eaten. Yeah, it'll be super easy. I wish that I could eat any like even like the the super mutants and stuff. I don't think I can eat them. I, I just want to eat true. the world. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end. You just want to eat the world. <laughs> this is the first episode that hasn't like completely trailed off at the end where we're all like, oh god. The best thing would be if I could eat my uh eat my father. I don't think I can though. I think he dies behind glass. Yeah, he does. You never get to his body again. It'd be nice if I could eat him. <laughs> Should probably put some kind of like super Fallout three spoily warning at the beginning of this. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't played Fallout three, don't listen to the last ten minutes. We're kinda of ruining this for Stevie, aren't we? I'm not gonna play Fallout three. He said he didn't care at all. Yeah, fuck Stevie. How could he not want to play it even after he learns that you could eat the world? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not willing to invest that kind of time and effort. One of my main beefs, I guess a lot of people have this complaint, is that you can't hurt kids. If they patched the game so you could suddenly hurt kids, I'd go straight to uh, Little Lamplight or whatever it's called. I hated those kids so much. (laughs) Is it called Little Lamplight? Yeah. I'd go straight there and eat all of them. (laughs) That's that's my first. Next stop would be there. Yeah, they talk, they talk shit to you and treat you like shit, and you can't kill them. It's just not oh, fair. you're a Mungo. Get out, Mungo. <laughs> we don't like Mungos here. Where does that even come from, Mungo? The thing is, in the previous two Fallout games, you could kill the kids. Yeah, see, they gotta patch that. I'm sure on the PC, there probably already are mods for that on the PC. There's a lot of cool uh, PC mods, actually. If I ever see that cheap, I'll pick it up for like 20 bucks or something. I would have it on PC right now if I had a PC that could handle it as well as a 360. Yeah. And I'd get the patch to let me eat kids, and I'd go eat Little Lamplight. And it'd probably break the game because they didn't code the game for the kids to be able to be gone. It, and they should just patch it with like one of the expansions coming out that you can like blow up Little Lamplight. So, okay, you don't see the kids getting killed, but like Little Lamplight <laughs> explode. Like the <laughs> Way off explodes. in the distance. You can just go somewhere else and yeah. <laughs> blow them up. <laughs> you just hear people talking like, man, did you hear about Little Lamplight? That's fucked up, man. Maybe, you can, maybe you can, there's a quest where you could send Anakin Skywalker there to kill them all. I killed them all, even the younglings. All right, Stevie, what what do you have to say about Prototype? I was just excited this, by the trailer. Is this like 
Crackdown like. It seems like Crackdown, but you're like a a mutant. You're like man you're a mutant, and you have these different powers that you can make. You your have the force arm into like a big God of War thing, or you can just have like claws and shit. And like, I guess you're like invincible. You can just run can up like, buildings like a real man. You're like a changeling too. You could like morph into different people, right? Yeah, you can. You can pretty much fly. You just like run up a building, then jump off, and you can sail like a flying squirrel. It looks kind of fun. Hmm. It looks mad funsies. Hmm. Is this my big thing with the PS3? I was thinking about getting one. I saw a deal for three hundred thirty dollars from Dell or whatever on Slick Deals, and I was seriously thinking about it. But I, and I decided to just actually look up how many exclusive games there were, and there's like, you know, five or six exclusives that I'm interested in at all, and uh, it's just hard. It's a hard sell for me to have to pony up three hundred thirty bucks. Yeah, if, even though that's a pretty good deal. If you don't care for just, about for just a handful of games, yeah. If you don't care about Blu-ray or like Metal Gear, I uh, you really probably don't need one. Well, this isn't a this isn't a knock against the PS3. It's just the fact that most good games come out on both. Yeah. Oh wait, what about the sickest baseball game of all time? Well, uh, for for Peter though, that's on Super Nintendo. No, Peter wouldn't care at all. Yeah, if you look at the games that Peter plays, I mean, he really doesn't need a PS3. Well, there's, you know, I'm interested in like five or six games on PS3 that are exclusives. And uh, only like, you know, three or four really interested. I mean, he only plays uh, Gears of War and Fallout, so... I'd really like to play some White Knight and some, uh, that game you just mentioned. Well, uh, is Prototype PS3 exclusive? Pretty sure it is. I have absolutely no idea. I would guess no, but... I kind of think not, but... Did you guys fucking see that uh, A-Rod is juicing? Of course he's juicing. Yeah, but it's actually like... They're saying this is going to change baseball forever because something about the case is making it so that they're going to be able to make everyone do blood tests for these new drugs and stuff. I don't know. This is like... (laughs) Like, every baseball has a scandalous era, and this current era is, like, the mutant, super mutant juicing era, and it's just fucked up. I just, I just like how, you know, when Bonds was doing it and he broke the record, everybody's like, yeah, but in, like, five years, like, one of the really good players who's not juicing, like, A-Rod is going to come in and break his record, so it won't even matter. <laughs> but now, A-Rod's doing it, too, so. I think that the, the realistic and maybe cynical but still pretty realistic way of looking at it is pretty much everyone in baseball is juicing. You know, Jose Canseco came out and said that, and uh, I think he's probably about right. No, you can tell who's juicing just by looking at him. I mean, you've got big guys who are just big guys, like Ortiz, and then you've got guys that look like a cartoon character, like A-Rod. What about, like, um... <laughs> like, Roger Clemens is my favorite. He had the big congressional hearing. First of all, what the fuck? Congressional hearing? Yeah. Isn't, what, what's that have to do with baseball? But he's up there telling senators he didn't juice. Well, his explanation is like, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I would never do that. I just happened to get bigger and stronger as I got older and older. <laughs> it's pretty much his argument. As he got into his 40s, he started becoming huge and bulky. And, fuck off. Wikipedia says... The same, the same thing happened to James, the James Bond. Or not James, James Bond. Bond. Same thing happened to Barry James Bond. Bond. He was like a skinny little dude for a long time. Then all of a sudden, he got like huge... I don't know. Someone did a series of photos of Barry Bonds that's like starting his, his head, entire career. His fucking head got bigger. Yeah. Working out doesn't make your head get yeah, bigger. I don't know. 
doesn't make your head grow. What exercise? Maybe you'll have to ask Drac. What exercise do I have to do at the gym to make my head get bigger? <laughs> maybe Drac knows. He's got a pretty good size head. Actually, you probably want to ask me because I have a huge fucking head. A prototype's supposed to be Windows, X-Dude, and PS3. Yeah. And I guess the New York... Wait, it's prototype's coming out next, dude? Yeah. Oh, I was, I was sure that that was, a, that was an exclusive for Sony, but I guess it's not, so in your face. Wikipedia has been wrong before, but who knows. But uh, it takes place in New York, and I guess the uh, the city map for New York is even better than uh, GTA 4's. And Stevie's a big butch. Big butchies. <laughs> big butch big and butch. Stevie. Big half butch man, and half butch. Stevie's one butchies. of the biggest butches I know. Yo, man, Stevie a super soldier. <laughs> All right, never mind. It is breaking down. Why is that All right, so well, say? let's uh, let's end this before. Stevie could be one of those super soldiers. Look at his fucking picture with all the hair on his arm. <laughs> Might be a super soldier. Might be a rush. The result of a Russian experiment. So, uh, Stevie, thanks, Pete. Uh, thanks for showing up. All right, and uh, you know, maybe we'll see you guys next week. Meep. later.